0: Welcome to the practical growth podcast. I'm your host, EB Johnson, top writer on medium.com, published author and master practitioner of neuro linguistic programming. You've landed on the podcast that takes you on a journey into the heart of relationships and self discovery. This is a must listen for those who are ready to overcome their toxic relationships and their toxic patterns. You can expect real talk, practical guidance, and raw and relatable guests that you'll be talking about for weeks. Let's get into it. Hello, hello, hello again. It is me, EB, your favorite podcast coach, your favorite narc talk coach, and your favorite medium.com writer. And I'm back, 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 back from the dead. In a fantastic episode, much, much, much requested, I have been hounded and hounded and hounded to cover this topic, and so we are going to do it. We are going to do it. What is that topic? Well, it is um, the big new buzzword that has replaced narcissism and narcissists and narcissistic families, and what is that? Emotionally immature parents emotionally immature parents that is what we are going to be talking about today Uh, breaking down what an emotionally immature parent is how it ties into narcissistic abuse and what we can do to recover and rebuild ourselves our sense of self-worth our relationships our peace our well-being after being raised by the emotionally inept and the emotionally immature Before we get in, quick coaching update. Wow, you guys, (laughs) you don't play. TikTok, you guys do not play. Um, My coaching program is currently sold out. uh, And uh, private one-on-one coaching for me in January is almost sold out as well. There's just a couple more spots left. So if you want to get coached by me. If you want to empower yourself to overcome narcissistic abuse, if you want to get clarity on your healing and recovery journey, um, or you just need some validation, you need to make sense of it all, uh, this NLP program is for you. Neurolinguistic programming is all about reprogramming your brain from the inside out. You don't just learn how to communicate with your brain. You learn what your actual brain and nervous system is doing so that you can, yes, reprogram it, create new beliefs and create new behaviors fast, 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 fast. This is why it's an ideal program for anyone who is trying to recover from narcissistic abuse, from narcissistic parents, from narcissistic partners. Um, It's a great tool to help you kind of harness healthy, high-level emotional regulation tools and to reestablish that sense of self that was denied. Now, this is not just um, a money-making scheme. This is not some magic fix. I do not take everyone. It is an application-only program. Uh, And it is only for those who are serious about fast-tracking their mental and emotional health, intelligence, and well-being. If you would like to apply for this program, like I said, you're going to have to act fast uh, pretty soon. The only spots open will be in March of 2023. So to do that, you need to head over to therealebjohnson.com slash workingwithme. uh, And there you'll be able to access the application which you can fill that out, send it through to me. If you are a good fit for my program, if I believe that you are in the right place where coaching is actually going to work for you, then you will get a response from me. Uh, We'll hop on a totally free, totally casual, little 30-minute discovery call just to really figure out if your goals fit. And you'll be set up. We'll go from there. 2023 will be your best year yet. But again, spots are limited. I only take on six people at a time. So if you want to be a part of that number in 2023, you need to head over to therealebjohnson.com slash working with me and you need to apply now. Right. Emotionally immature parents. The emotionally immature parents. What the heck are we talking about? What are we talking about? Emotionally immature parent. Isn't that just a narcissist? Uh, Yes and no. Uh, you know, you would be hard pressed to find anybody these days. Like, you could probably do a poll of anyone over the age of thirty. If, like, if you polled them, you'd find out that they were not raised by emotionally mature people. Okay, most of us uh, over the age of thirty, we were raised by people who had basically no emotional intelligence. They had no emotional intelligence. They had no idea what was going on. They thought like folding towels was a wrong, was a sin, right? These are people who thought it was okay to call us bad names when they came home from a bad day at work because me parent me make money you suffer, right? That is that that is the kind of emotional immaturity that most of us were raised with. And what happens when you're raised by people like that is um that you learn how to approach your life in a pretty twisted way, okay? When you're raised by someone who can't control their emotions, which is essentially what an emotionally immature person does, uh, you end up not being able to access the full depth of your emotional intelligence. Because our parents are the they start that ball rolling. OK, they set that foundation for us in childhood. Okay, They teach us how to handle our emotions, how to not handle our emotions and how to deal with the emotions of others if you had an emotionally immature parent, you didn't learn how to do any of these these things the healthy way. Okay. You learned chaos. You learned how to explode. You learned how to implode on yourself. Uh, and so if you want to break those patterns, you have to take a good hard look at the people that raised you, what they got wrong, what you're getting wrong now, and what you want to change in the future. All of that I get is kind of vague, right? That is, that is a little bit vague. So let's let's be more specific. What, what does an emotionally immature parent look like first of all what do they actually look like and isn't this just a narcissistic parent uh which we are going to answer here in just a second but first let's look at what an emotionally immature parent actually looks like okay first of all uh they are comprised i mean they they are just practically built of toxic defense mechanisms they overreact and they have juvenile behavior okay that's kind of the the basis of the defining traits of an emotionally immature parent. So it, it, the, these defense mechanisms, that's what makes it hard for us to connect with them, to trust with them. They might project things onto us, they call us liars when they're lying. Or like in the instance of my mom, she liked to call me promiscuous and things like that because she was projecting her own fears onto me. So you, you'll see projection, you'll see gaslighting, you'll see these like terror and fear campaigns, you'll see temper tantrums, stonewalling, Uh, The parent who will just withdraw affection if you don't do what they want uh, and even alienation from the family, like telling people you can't talk to her, you can't be around her. She's not part of the family. These kinds of toxic defense mechanisms when they are called out, when they feel like they're losing power, when they feel like you're not performing the way they want you to perform. um, This this is kind of the surface level what we see in emotionally immature parents. We also see a big focus on the ego. Every decision they make is about their ego they act from that ego more than anything else their entire parenting journey is about them it's about what they want it's about who they think they are and who they want you to be so that they can be whatever else whatever the delusion they're projecting okay all of that comes from ego they take everything personally they see everything that you do or say to them the emotionally immature parent. Anything you say to them, they see as a reflection of them. So if you say, like, no, I don't want that cake you made, the emotionally immature parent will be like, why don't you like my cake? Are you saying my cake is gross? Who has better cake? Do you like your grandmother's cake better? That kind of ego, okay? So putting someone else first never happens. Everything is about them. All roads lead back to them. There's also a lot of blame games that gets played, okay? The, narci- the, sorry, the narcissistic parent. Uh, yes, them too. No, the emotionally immature parent blames everyone else around them for what's going on and it's not always as manipulative as the narcissist okay it's not always like you know have a narcissistic parent they tend to have more Machiavellian tendencies about it when they blame someone else it is to kind of get out of trouble for themselves the emotionally immature parent just doesn't even realize they're doing it they just blame other people because that's just it's uncomfortable to be accountable so they're just not going to do it it's not necessarily always malicious and it's not as calculated as it is with a narcissist, but all the same, the emotionally immature parent they're going to always expect you to apologize even if they made the mistake. They're going to always make it about you. What you did wrong is why they did wrong. Okay? So look out for that. They also have an impairment of empathy, okay? Which again, yes, this is like the narcissistic parent. They they just don't feel that full range of compassion and empathy. For their children, And that's a huge, huge problem. And it's another reason why we don't feel safe being vulnerable with our emotionally immature parents. You will also see an emotionally immature parent grandstanding, demanding attention. They want to be the center of the universe. They want to be the center of the world. It's one of the most annoying behaviors about them. Okay, they, they want to have all eyes on them. And some people will do this by trying to like, be the perfect mom or be the perfect dad. But some people will do it with drama. Okay, like my mother who's a covert narcissist, if someone was getting the spotlight, she was going to create crisis for herself so she could get pity attention, because even that was better to her than having anyone else get any attention. You also see those same objectified connections, objectified connections. Children are items, they're baby dolls. They exist to show off with, they exist to reaffirm what a good person you are or to like get you out of accountability when you're a terrible person. And then you also have to look for in the emotionally immature parent last but not least total unavailability. Okay, they're just not emotionally available. It's because they don't have that emotional depth. They're not emotionally intelligent, which means they're not in touch with the full range of their emotions. When they feel emotions, they just feel them in the moment and they react to them in the moment and they don't think any deeper and they have no idea what's going on and they don't understand any of the motivations or any of the bigger picture perspective behind those emotions. Okay, so because they don't have that full understanding, The emotionally immature parent never goes deeper. They never have those deeper emotional states. And that prevents vulnerability and openness required to create a deep bond with their children and their partners. So I know that a lot of you are listening to this and going, "Well, isn't that just narcissism repackaged? By and large, yeah, I will say that Um, uh, most people on the Internet that you see, especially non-qualified, nobody from nowhere people who just like start talking about this kind of stuff on TikTok, um, when they say emotionally immature, most of them are talking about a narcissistic parent. Okay. But there is a difference. There is a difference. All narcissists are emotionally immature. Okay. All narcissistic parents are emotionally immature parents, but not all emotionally immature parents are full-blown narcissists, nor would they qualify if for the majority of the traits needed to really make one a narcissistic person, okay? Emotionally immature parents are primarily people who remain in the state of suspended ego. It's just kind of this little childish place. There's not that much malicious intent behind them. Most of them are, you know, you've heard like NPC characters described. They don't even realize that they are that toxic that they are that damaging and then when they are faced with it unlike a narcissist an emotionally immature parent can feel remorse and can change and is more likely to change once they are finally finally put in a place where they can mature where they can mature and they're ready to take that on and they're ready to understand that is the big difference between a narcissistic parent and an emotionally immature parent okay an emotionally immature parent will fully feel remorse will fully take accountability when they are honestly confronted but a narcissistic parent will not that blame shift will never ever ever go back in the opposite direction they will never take accountability and that is the point of narcissistic parent okay the narcissism part well then how do we recover because here's here's the facts right The damage is basically the same between a narcissistic parent who raises you and an emotionally immature parent who raises you. You still learn the same bad lessons about yourself. You still learn to internalize their mistakes. You still learn to make them comfortable. And you learn to deny yourself a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Okay. Parents only have to meet 30% of your emotional needs for you to like grow up to be a healthy and well-adjusted human being. Okay, an emotionally immature parent cannot do that. They can't do that. And so you end up with a lot of the same symptoms that you get as a child of a narcissistic parent. You get bad relationships. You get that unstable sense of self. You get the low emotional intelligence, the impulsive behavior, the insecure attachment, the lack of self-esteem, the hopelessness, the mental health issues. There are so many poor patterns and behaviors that you pick up from your parents whether they are emotionally immature or they're narcissistic if you want to break the bad patterns that they taught you overreacting and pushing others away and sabotaging yourself and denying yourself first and foremost you have to focus on the reality you have to focus on the reality you need to accept where you're at accept how you're being affected accept how you feel okay that is where the chance to restart your life begins You have to see yourself both for who you are right now in this moment and who you want to be. You can't continue to live in the shadow of an emotionally immature person. Someone who can't even, they don't even know how to name their own emotions. You're going to keep listening to someone who can't even accurately tell you when they're angry. They can't even recognize that feeling in their body and their head and then say it out loud. You're going to listen to someone who doesn't even have that kind of self-awareness. You've got to zero in on the reality of your situation. And break with this head game of, well, they're the parent and I'm the child. And just see reality for what it is. Even if they're your parent, you're not beholden to live up to their expectations. So accept that so you can move on. Next, you need to soften the journey for yourself. There's no easy, painless part of this. So before you set out on rediscovering who you are, uncovering, bringing up memories and trauma and like taking a stand and setting boundaries and getting upset before you do all that, you need to give yourself a solid, soft foundation to work from. Well, I guess soft is not the right word, but you need to give yourself a foundation to work from. And that foundation needs to be one of compassion, of empathy and of good So before you set out on this road, surround yourself with as much good as possible. Just get out of your head for a second. Do things that you're good at. Do things that bring you joy, that make you feel passionate about life, that make you laugh, that make you feel excited, that make you look forward to the day. Surround yourself with good people. You don't even have to be able to talk about what's going on with these people. Just people that make you feel good, that help you get into the world, that help you to do things, that help you to see that, you know. I can laugh again, even if it's just someone who makes you laugh. Surround yourself with as much goodness as possible. So as you go along this journey, you can be reminded of how deserving you are and how optimism Still part of the equation because you have so much to look forward With to. With that positive starting place, you can then start leaning into the work of actually breaking the cycle and healing. And number one, you educate yourself, right? That is that net first part of that next phase. Learn everything you can about childhood development. Go and Google developmental psychology. Take a free class online. Learn about trauma. Talk to your therapist. Get a coach. Get a counselor. The more you know about your body, your brain, your experiences, and scientifically, how that travels throughout your lifetime, throughout your psychological development, it will change your life. It will empower you to get the right help, to take the right action, and to make the right improvements that don't further waste your time and your money. So self-education, there's no excuse with the internet and apps and everything else. There's a world of free information out there. I mean, you get a free call with me when you apply for my coaching program if you're successful with your application. There's free TikTok videos, there's free YouTubes, there's free ebooks, there's free workbooks, there's free classes, there's free groups, support groups everywhere. There's no excuse. You have to learn as much as you can about yourself and your experiences. You have to give yourself the emotional intelligence that you're not given by your parent. You learn about yourself, learn about your emotions. And from there, you will be able to take appropriate and effective action to give yourself the life and the relationships that you want. Last but not least, you have to start doing You have to start doing for yourself and you have to start doing differently than what you have done before. You have to start questioning all of your reactions. Question your emotions when they arise. Question, are they rooted in this present moment? Are they rooted in the past? Are they rooted in a pain that I haven't acknowledged yet? And then you do differently How would I normally react in this situation? I don't like reacting that way because it makes me feel ugly when I'm done. It makes me feel uncomfortable. It makes me feel sad. It makes me feel outside of myself. So I want to react this way. And then you do it. You get up and you do it. And then you get up the next day and you do it again. And then you get up the next day and you go, "Mm, that didn't work. I'm going to do it differently. And that is how you heal. You learn everything you can. You give yourself some compassion and then you do and then you do and then you do and then you get it wrong and then you keep doing it. Okay, you always, always have a chance to do it differently. It's not even about improving. It's just different. It's just doing things differently. And in that doing, you find the confidence to stand up for yourself to set boundaries. And in that doing, you also fully come to empower and embody the idea that I'm not responsible for my emotionally immature parents. I am not their parent. I'm not responsible for raising them. They should have done that before they had me. They should have done that while they had me. All of that happens when you start doing, when you get up, You get off the computer, you get off your phone, and you go out into the world and you do something for yourself. You do something that makes you feel good. You do something that you can look forward to. Get excited about your future. You're not going to be able to get through this healing journey and all the pain that comes with acknowledging that your parents failed you. Unless you have something real big to look forward to. And that is only going to come to you by doing. You're going to only be able to create that fantasy That visualization that you can taste, right, with that dream partner, that dream family, that picket fence, that house with the big yard. You will only get that fantasy by acting. So if you want to break the cycle, you want to do things differently, you want to be different from your toxic parents, from the emotionally immature parents that failed you, do something differently. You don't have to wait. You don't have to do some kind of major overhaul of your lifestyle dump all your friends move to a new country you just have to do one small thing differently every single day and at the end of the week your life will look different what do you think do you think that that's a task that you can take on or is that something you're still too afraid to do because it is scary you know we are raised to think that we're brought into the world by people who have the right answers. And we're raised to think that they are raising us, teaching us how to do, do life and how to get these answers for ourselves. But the truth of the matter is most of us are born to children who stay children the whole time they raise us. And now we live in a world that's so brutal that we don't get childhoods anymore. We don't get childhoods. We're just hurtling towards all becoming tax paying adults. And we miss out on so many important lessons because we're being raised by children who don't even know how to do life themselves. So for you to break out of all of this, you're going to have to just see things differently. You're just going to have to see your parents not as parents, but just as people, just like another person at the bus stop. Just people. And that, that, that is the crux of healing all of this childhood trauma seeing the humanity in the failures of our parents. Well, that is it for this week. I hope there's been something in there that is enlightening, that is um, encouraging, that has helped you identify some kind of action, just some kind of tiny action that you can take because that is it folks. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you don't need some big magical system that's sold to you in some book you really just have to find the smallest good thing that you want to do each day and do that thing. And then you do more <laughs> and more and more and more until you actually have the courage to just have a life that you're on. Thank you so much for listening. If you love the episode, please leave a five-star review on Apple podcasts. Um, I will give you a free ebook. If you take a screenshot of that and send it to me, you can send it to me on Instagram or you can email it to me. So, just let them know what you loved if you loved it if not let them know too that's fine but um for those that do love the episode happy to send you a free ebook so um just go ahead and take a screenshot of that and send it to me thank you all again thank you thank you thank you thank you You, uh, your support has blown me away has blown 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 me away so until next time keep your heads up keep your eyes on the stars and keep moving forward I'll see you on TikTok and Medium. Bye-bye.